Hey, welcome to another episode of your Sports Memo Podcast. My name is Calvin Emeka and it is my privilege to have you join us on this Arsenal-themed special. In the summer, um, not too long ago, summer last year, um, after Arsenal had won the FA Cup, it all seemed great. I had... Um, a few Arsenal fans come in here and there was there was, um, there was optimism amongst the faithfuls that this 2021 season would be the one in which the team will build on the success of winning the FA Cup and even the Community Shield and make a very good feast of campaigning to join the top four and qualify for the Champions League. Um, one of one of the people who joined in the board that time even said, okay, even if making the Champions League via the league table will be too hard, at least winning the Europa the Europa Cup. During the week, Arsenal lost out in the semi-finals of the Europa Cup to United Emery's Villarreal of Spain. The Arsenal fans are not happy at all. So in this board, I will be speaking with a number of Arsenal fans, people who used to be season ticket holders at the Emirates, and other fans from Nigeria, and we will discuss this. I want to find out what they think is responsible for the current state of affairs at the football club. My name is Calvin Emegonwoka. Stay tuned. Stay with us, and I will be right back. Yes, welcome back to your Sports Memo podcast. Like I said, I would have um, I have Arsenal fans in the house from in London and in Nigeria. So I will do the introduction. In Lagos is Ruth Odunayo. Ruth, please welcome to your Sports Memo podcast. Yeah, good morning. Good morning to uh, our listeners out there. Good morning, Chris. Yeah. Right. In London, is um one of the stalwarts, and he used to be a high. He used, he's had season ticket for God knows how many years. Um, if we begin to remove the money I spent on Arsenal, it will be plenty. But we'll go there. Um, his name is Kule, who goes by the nickname. In the ribs, which is short from Friday, Kule, welcome to your Sports Memo podcast. Hello, good morning, everyone. Thanks for having me. Also, in London, is um, another season ticket holder. He has spent a lot of money on Arsenal. I feel for him, actually, but what can we say? Dr. Ekman Omobunde. Ekman, welcome to your Sports Memo podcast. Thank you. Thank you for it. Good to be back. Right. And in Lagos, is wrote to me that uh, I could tell a long story about Rotimi and Arsenal but I have to keep it to that but Rotimi has three sons and unfortunately they are all Arsenal fans too so they are going through what Rotimi is going through at this point in time Mr. Dada, welcome to your Sports Memo Podcast Good morning, thanks for having me they have no choice, they have to be Arsenal fans So you want to punish them also? Right. Okay. Where do we start? Um, ladies and gentlemen, in the summer, after Arsenal had won the FA Cup, it all looked like um, there is going to be a great thing happening at the football club. But the 2020-2021 season has not turned out that way. Being a gentleman myself, I am going to start with the lady. Ruth. Yeah, what do you think has been the problem at Arsenal? What what has happened this season? Well, the problem, I'm really, I can't even point out to what problem has been started now. So many things haven't worked out in the course of the season. From the manager to the owners and then down to the players' attitude on and off the pitch. Really, I can't really point one thing at this point. But then we would have to look at the way Ateta has um, set up this um, side all through the course of the season. Mm-hmm. He seems not to have um, a first eleven, and that has been one of his own goals so far. 
So, Defensively, he doesn't really have um, a defensive setup. He really trust. I really, I really don't know why. But um, I think this is his first full season in charge. But then I can be interested in anything. So I'll say, you know, I had said I can't really see one problem. But um, I would just say probably the tactics of the manager for this season I think it's for us so And it's not looking as if it's going to change anytime soon. So it's really, really worrisome for everyone at Arsenal right now. Um, Kule, you, last season, um, when Arteta came on, one of the things I noticed with the way the team used to play um, was that there was this um, almost defensive counter-attacking mode with which you play, especially in the games against the big teams, which led to beating City in the semi-final and um, Chelsea in the FA Cup final. But Ruth now is saying that it seems that the club has no um, what's it called defensive structure. What do you do? You agree with that, or do you think that's part of the problem? Well, yeah, I I do agree with that. I agree with that. Um, you actually when you when you, when you're talking about the last those games last season at the tail end of last season, mm-hmm. that was the that was the squad and the team Ateta took over from Emre Freddy Lundberg. And as at that time, I don't think he has been able to actually put his own uh, tactical way of playing how he wants to play for the team. So I think he just continued with the way the team was set up okay. from the previous manager, and that was the success we saw at the end of uh, at the end of last season. Um, Oh, like the question you asked Ruth about what the problem was. I think Arsenal's problem is multifaceted, really. And mm. uh, everybody has put a lot of uh, put a portion blame to what went wrong, how it went wrong, how long it's been going wrong, and everything. But I always deal with what is actually happening now. Mm-hmm. And if you're looking at what is actually happening now, it affords directly on the doorstep of one, the club, who went and appointed uh, an experienced manager to prosecute in a, a league, uh, a league where it is the most dangerous league in the world. <laughs> yes. So if you lose sleep, you, you're done. And also, when Ateta came in, mm. You see, if you notice, the whole structure of the club was changed from top to bottom for Ateta to come in. So there's a lot of inexperience in how to undo certain issues. It's not only about what you do on the pitch. There's so many things that is done off the pitch mm. that sets the team up for a good performance in the league or in the season. Arsenal, when Ateta and the club got political and actually did something that has an effect on the team performance on the uh, on the setup of the team right from day one of the league mm. up till now what was that and that is the Ozil issue oh this is a this is a team that plays creating chances and you have one of the you have the person, the only person that can do that in your squad, and you shut him out. If that was a political move, that was that was never a football move, and nobody can tell me that that does not have an effect in that dressing room. It does, or this is a senior, popular player in that squad. So the way he was treated has an effect on how things started for the team. Then you look at one of the young, brightest, youngest. Uh, talent coming out of Europe when we got him, Gwenduzi. Hmm. Arsenal always, always has been labeled as a team that has soft belly, that our players don't fight. Gwenduzi showed passion. If Gwenduzi was playing for City, Chelsea, Man United, Tottenham, he would be praised from pillar to post for showing passion. But he plays for Arsenal where it's okay to be soft. It's okay not to fight back, mm. and all he did was to have the back of his teammate 
and it was shipped out of the thing. Wow. Okay. So, so many things. So many things. Wait. Yeah. I see. This is why it's great to talk to um, fans of um, clubs because they tend to know. Because I, these are things I sincerely would not even um, think about or read through and um, uh, what's it called? Engage with non Arsenal fans, uh, non United fans about. Doctor Eggman, do you, do you, do you? Um, where do you stand on the effect of Ozil's quote unquote treatment? Before you answer, before you answer that. Why, why did the club substitute Unai Emery for Miguel Arteta? <laughs> so, the easiest answer to that question is I don't know. Um, I, I, I found myself nodding vigorously listening to Kunle just now because there are certain things, even within the Arsenal fold, that we don't seem to want to talk about um, 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 openly or loudly or often enough. Uh, the treatment of Ozil was shampoo. Um, I mean, hindsight is twenty twenty now, so maybe some of us could have been more vocal back then. But you don't, as Kunle said, you do not have that creative outlet. And then because he's making comments about uh, Uyghur Muslims in, 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 in China, because that's the only thing you can, you can point it to. There is no other logical explanation for why such a talent who was actually fit wasn't being played. I know he had a deep informed yes, but I mean, we're playing, we're playing um, um, Aubameyang at the moment now, so it, you can't play players. And we played Tierney uh, uh, for the second leg against Villarreal when he wasn't fully fit. So the argument of, oh, we're waiting for him to be fully fit or match fit doesn't hold. It, everything points to the fact that there was a political decision to, to keep him out of the club, to freeze him out. And I just think for a football club that that uh, supposedly claims to be playing at the top of the league mm. and to be fighting for top positions, this kind of soft attitude uh, uh, will not get you very far. So that's that's I, 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 that soft underbelly, um, both within the club, uh, on the on the pitch, and and um, in the organisation of um, uh, as a whole, uh, might explain the manner in which we switched. Unai for 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 Ateta. Hmm. So what happens with Unai? Unai comes in and he's playing football that isn't particularly pleasing on the eye. But in a way, in the first season, uh, uh, he didn't do too badly uh, to go to the final. He got know. to the Europa League uh, final. Yes, he took us to the Europa League final. Uh, we, we, but we got there. Yeah. Uh, the following season, um, I think. It was just a, a wild combination of, of bad results and then the panic button. And then this softness now. So at that point, I was expecting the Arsenal um, um, uh, management to hold and say, right, we're going through a, a, a tough patch. Let's rough this out and see where it goes. But they panicked. The softness and then panic. And then to worsen it, there were two managers, or there was at least one manager who was free at the time when we made the decision to hire uh, Mikel Ateta. Ancelotti was free, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he was. And Mourinho was we, free. We chose. Sorry, Mourinho, we shall not mention that. Name. <laughs> <laughs> but but there were more experienced coaches um, uh, available to hire. And I remember coming on 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 your podcast the last time, uh, even myself trying to to spin a sort of of, of comfort explanation as to why Ateta could work. But the fact of the matter is, we hired a novice to 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 navigate this job. So to add to Kunle's point, um, a big problem is that we we made a big mistake hiring this fellow. Right? Are we going to correct it? I I very much doubt it. Right. We, we the club is not known to make brutal ruthless decisions, um, which is quite ironic because Atleta is quoted to have said that we need to be ruthless. In the summer. We do need to be ruthless. We need to start with him. Wait, I, 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 I take a cue from your statement in describing him as a no, as a novice. I'm coming to you, um, Rudimi. I, I remember yeah. during the dreadful David Moyes period at um, at Old Trafford. I Rennie Williston 
was quoted as saying that the biggest mistake David Moyes made was when he got in, when he got the job, he fired the backroom staff that worked with Sir Alex, and he said he, he, he said that he asked he said to him why are you coming to to um, by a captain and ocean liner that is Manchester United with crew that are only used to operating um, boats or rafts. So that that, that 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 was a big problem that David Moyes had. Do you think that at the moment that Arsenal are suffering from having Mikel Arteta, the novice, as um, Ekman has described him? Yes. I, 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 I really do think so. You see, Arsenal problems are very much like um, everybody has spoken before me as I've uh, mentioned um, have to do with um, the, there's, there's an underlying culture of complacency mm. in the club. Mm. The big players are not taken to account for their performances. If you look at our biggest players, starting all the way from the captain, Aubameyang, um, Ozil that's left, a record signing Nicolas Pepe, Lacazette that was, where I was setting France alight with goals, comes to Arsenal and the goals dry up. Thomas Partey has come on and he's had injuries. There's a lack of um, a, a partner to help him to really bust the midfield. Nobody takes all of these big players to account. Hmm. And then we now start to rely on youngsters. Odegaard, Bukayo Saka, Emil Smith-Rowe. And this is not helped by the fact that we have these American owners who don't have a culture. They don't really understand soccer as they call it, football, as we know it. Mm-hmm. Yes, they run sports franchises, they run um, a business, a sporting business, but they don't understand what it is to win trophies, what it means to the fans, what it means to assist the fans. And hence, this is um, how come we've uh, been even embroiled in the Super League um, controversies. Mm. So, we need strong owners that can come in very much like in you, you see in a football club like Chelsea. Strong owners that can come in, hold people to account, make sure they do what they are they are being paid for. You see, you made you made you made a point about this complacency at the football club. Ruth, are you still there? Yes. You mean this this yes. this yes. issue this issue of complacency do you just you see in I think it was yesterday or thereabout that after the um, semi-final ouster to Villarreal that um, um, Ateta was trying in some way doing an APC on PDP by trying to blame um, the past errors at Arsenal for the problem that he has. If if we go down that route, does this does this go does this go back? To the time of Asenvenga, Ruth, Ruth. Hello. Does this complacency go back to the time of of Asenvenga? Well, yes. Um, in a way, you're right. Um, because if we look at it from the time um, when the um, Benga was in charge, the complacency, especially at the back, defensively, it started right from his time down to when Unai Henry took charge, and then back to Ateta. Sometimes we seem not to understand the attitude of the senior players, like Sean mentioned before me. Like the senior players you expect to come up when the chiefs are down. They are not um, taking responsibilities at this point. Um, we knew it all was the season when we had to look it up with the likes of um, Gabriel Martinelli and um, Aka and the likes. You you can't think this um this the the, the issues of the club is quite bigger and possible at this stage. When you expect the like of my 
you clearly um, were not very much um, in favor of Ateta's appointment and it looks like you're being results are bearing you out what 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 would you what 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 would you do say you were in the in the Arsenal boardroom at the moment what, what would you do before that before that do you I, I, see I can say this for a fact that I personally I've looked at the players available to Ateta and I think another coach a more experienced coach somebody who's actually done the job not being Pep Guardiola's assistant somebody who's done the job at any other club I don't I don't care what the club is but somebody who's done the job before for like two three four years would have done much better with the squad available to Mikel Arteta do you agree with that Fully, I fully agree with it. So, so, um, and it, it ties into the the question you were trying to ask historically. I got pilloried yesterday in um, one of my um, uh, Arsenal fan groups for for taking us back again. It seemed yet again to to the Wenger era to try and do some some historical tracing to where this problem of complacency started from. Yeah? So, um, without going without going into into that Wenger thing to to. Your, your question. Results matter. Results matter. There's a, there's a myth that goes around uh, uh, to try and excuse the performance of Ateta saying things along the lines of all oh, the tools that he is, he is working with are, are substandard. No, they're not. No, they're not. Yeah. I mean, let's, let's look at the, the table. Are we saying that the Arsenal squad today is worse in terms of individual players, in terms of, of the, the pedigree they have, in terms of the the, 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 the potential that we've seen them uh, display once or twice regularly, I admit, but once or twice we've seen, seen them their performances. Are we saying that that squad is not enough under a different coaching setup to perform better than West Ham United? There you go. I find it very difficult for anybody to, 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 to come to a conclusion that the squad the Arsenal uh, um, uh, football club has right now is not good enough to compete with, with West Ham or with Tottenham and I too can brush my teeth after saying that, that name um, or even with Everton <laughs> um, uh, uh, as well as, as Ancelotti has, has tried to, to try and make the most of, of what he's got there you know so so the man simply hasn't been good enough and it's been evident for starters in the results it's been evident in the the lack of goals that we've, we've, we've scored. Sure, we can we can say that uh, because we got uh, uh, we seem to have been sold the domino in, in terms of the new contract we signed for and the, and the returns they have given to us. But I looked at the start of the second leg against Villarreal after the first five or ten minutes, and I said to myself, instead of Aubameyang playing this 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 pivot, this this role of, of lone striker up front, I'd have, I'd have preferred. Lacazette and there hasn't been I think maybe in all of the games that we've played this season mm-hmm. I've I've not questioned Arteta's team selection maybe twice I'm, I'm not a licensed coach I know everybody's a coach and everyone has their opinion as to who should, who should play and who shouldn't play or what formation should be, should be carried out for a game or, or, or not but when you find yourself questioning your coach all the time mm. something's not right that's true something isn't right that's true Rotimi how often have you questioned Ateta's, Ateta's teams? And go, going forward, what, what what would you what's the word? What 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 would you want happen in the summer? Okay, um, I have to say I fully agree with Ekpen on Ateta. Football is a result-driven, is a result-driven game. Unfortunately, you don't score points for playing well or what have you in football. It's the goals that matter at the end of the day. What's the scoreline? Ateta has not been getting the results. As is, wait, 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 definitely wait, problem. wait, 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 w
this present squad not be able to compare with Everton, um, those guys down the street from us, um, West Ham, there is definitely a problem. If Ateta is the problem, then we need to let him go now. We need to we need the owners to show a ruthless streak very much as Roman Abramovich has done over the years. A lot of people think Chelsea have had 20 coaches over the last 10 years and if compare that to their trophy cabinet, their trophy all, mm. the only team in London to have won the Champions League, which is like the only grill, if it's not working, you have to make the necessary changes, no matter how hard those decisions are. No sentiment there. It's not working for Ateta. So maybe it's time for him to step aside. Now, if the owners are not going to make these hard-spotting decisions, maybe it's time for them to step aside. Uh-oh. The relationship between Kronke and the fans is definitely not working. Mm. He is losing the club and the, and, the, and the value of the club is dropping as the weeks go by. This may be a very good time for him to sell. A club that was consistently in the Champions League now can't qualify for Europa League and then the value keeps going down. If you can't manage the business of football, the business of soccer. Maybe it's time for him to sell all to someone. There's been um, a lot of noise about um, Daniel Ek coming on board with some um, former Arsenal players. They understand the, they understand the business better probably because they've been involved in the game in, in England with this particular football club at the highest levels when Arsenal could actually get to a Champions League final. Mm. So if I was on the board, it's going to be if the owners cannot cut it, maybe we should sell. If we want to give it a go, then we need to increase our investment in players and take the ruthless decision if it involves firing the manager, so be it. If um if if okay. Ekben, I'm not an Ateta fan. Rotimi, you believe that if, listen, with these players you have, you should be doing better and all of that. So, really, it might, it should, it, it, this is a manager's fault. Okay. Uh, Ruth, you, you, you look at, you look at the players at, at, um, at Arsenal and you look at the results that you have had in this, this present season. If um if something if there is any is there any thing that you can find that gives you hope for the future? Um yes, at this point we can say yes. When we look at uh, the young stars coming out of the club, we can say there's a glimpse of hope in the future. But I quite agree with um Ben at the other speaker as regards um Ateta's um being at the club holding forth to that future we are looking at. Oh, maybe it's time Arsenal has to go the Chelsea Abramovich way. <clears throat> we know we are not um, a club that um, fires manager like, like that of Chelsea. But if things are not working out as it is, because I can't do with Ateta, I'm, I'm actually not a fan of Ateta. I said somewhere um, in one of my shows last week, just before the Villarreal game that I don't see anything wrong with this present squad. And like others have said, that, that um, West Ham, Everton, even for me to a large extent, Leicester City, I think man for man in terms of qualities and in terms of players that both teams have, I think we can match up. But the only problem I feel we have at this point is the managerial aspect, which is not quite working between the manager and the uh, and the players. So I think for me going forward, if um the team can afford it, we know we don't have the funds because we are no longer in the Champions League and all of that. We are not it's not even looking like it we might not be in the no panel season. 
But looking at it from different um, aspects, looking at it that a setter might need to leave, that if the team can afford it at this point, but if the team cannot afford it, maybe afford it, maybe there has to be a meeting, probably uh, a roundtable meeting somewhere, looking at potential players. I know Arsenal might not be able to attract um so many good players, being the father won't be in Europe any longer. Mm. So if a setter could have a good preseason and then a good transfer window, which I doubt. Since we will not be able to adapt, uh, attract big and quality players, but potentially we can still uh, bring bring us some surprises. Maybe an installment like we did in a, 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 a for Pepe, and then maybe a few good players on loan from some from some club side. Maybe things can work, but if it doesn't have to, if it doesn't work out that way, if the board is not looking at it from that aspect, I think we might, we might have to go. Chelsea at Ramovic way. It has paid off for Chelsea. And who says they can't work for Arsenal as well? Kule, I I believe strongly, I've always believed in it that this this idea of giving managers manager time is 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 it's overrated. A manager has to earn his time. So using those using that would somebody not say that winning the FA Cup in his first season has bought Ateta time for at least into halfway into next season? That's a very, very slippery slope the club will be going into. See, no one can dictate for the club what to do. Mm. Uh, and I don't think the club has got to start him now. It should be it should have been start even midway through the season. That is my opinion. But when you when you're looking at it, uh, I've heard uh, the others talk about the ownership and everything. What football fans in England has failed to realize is football, especially here in the Premier League now, is a business. Fans, media, pundits. Everyone clamored for this money man to come. Come, come, come. Put money in our club. Now those businessmen start to run the football club we all love as a kid growing up, supported. Kule hold on for me a bit. No, it's never gonna happen. Kule, can you hold on for me a bit? It's never good for, going to happen. Can, can you guys about, uh, can you guys mute your phone? The owners of Liverpool are Americans. You've seen success at Liverpool. You've seen how they run things. Cronkett, for all the issues with Arsenal and everything, he has a lot of blames in terms of um, not pumping money into the club. But that is not how Arsenal, when he bought the shares, that was not what was on ground for him that was handed over to him by the Danny Fitzman, uh, the Ewood, Peter Ewood and everything. They want to keep the tradition of the club self-sustaining. He bought into that as a businessman, a very smart businessman. Oh, I don't even need to spend my money. Mm. You generate the money that runs you. And Wenger at that time also was pushing for financial fair play, spend what you earn. And everything gelled at that time before Abramovich came and torpedoed everything and it became free for all. So when you now actually look at it in terms of spending on the squad, you can't blame uh, Kroenke at at least for the last two seasons. He's giving two or three players a big contract. Ozil, Aubameyang. He has bought big Paid 45 million for Pate, paid for Pepe. Mm. During that time, we signed Jacka for 34 million. Very true. So you can't tell me we've not spent money. We spend money on players that maybe are wrong or players that haven't been used properly mm. by uh, uh, by successive managers. Ateta cannot tell me that he has not been supported by the owner. This court is the best court we've had in the last four years. Wow. You have two of the most, two strikers 
that can destroy things in your squad and you manage to actually not create enough chance for them. In terms of the chance chances created table, Arsenal is number 19 or 20. Is that right? Yes. <laughs> and you have a striker like Obama Young and you having Obama Young tracking back. A defensive striker. In so many things, <laughs> uh, a lot of Arsenal fans uh, trust the process. Yeah, I'll trust that process if I see if I see that oh, oh okay the result went against us now, but I can see an improvement against Villa, Burnley, Everton, and Wolves this season in six games. That is that that is twenty four points. Arsenal only got one point. A draw against Burnley away. Mm. Out of 24 points against those four clubs, Arsenal got one point. Um, Ekwen, do you, if if you were, I'm sure your boys after supporting Arsenal, if you were to find something to cheer them up, what would you find? From this squad or historically? Because what ah, I started doing what do you mean? My, what do you mean historically? His face is starting to waver, so, so I have to find him old, old YouTube clips so that he can watch and see that there was a time when this Arsenal club, football club was, was banging in goals, was creating chances, and was winning stuff. Um, but but there's, 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 to, to touch on Ruth's, Ruth's point, there's, there's plenty in this current quarter to, to be optimistic about. Um, I, I, I genuinely feel that with, with tweaking with tweaking particularly in the midfield uh, from the creative creative side and with another manager um, I, I keep ha- hammering on this point but I know that we're not going to fire him I, I don't I'll be very surprised if they fire him to be honest but if, if we had if we had another management let's use that broad expression with this same squad and, and, and a creative midfielder um, we would not finish in top four next season, I don't think. I think we're too far behind now to start trying to catch up. But we, we would, we would at least compete for 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 the lesser European competition. With this, with this same squad, with just an, uh, uh, the addition of two, two signings, in, in my view, one a physical player that will come in uh, from the creative midfield um, position, and then two, the one that I know that is probably the most difficult signing uh, uh, to to make at the Arsenal Football Club, which is culture. There's a cultural change that needs to happen. There needs to be an attitude of intolerance for bad performance. Mm. We don't have that. Mm. There, is, there is no consequence. There's no consequence for for for, for bad results. And bad so there is there isn't and I, I get the frustration that people have with, with the ownership structure. We keep, we always say that oh the Cronkies are not interested, which is why I, I kinda like um this point. You guys came in to invest in something that was uh, self-sustaining. So they didn't come in to come and meddle. They don't want to be micromanagers. They're not interested in seeing what happens with day-to-day running. They just want to come when it's dividend collection time or when it's time to pay whatever cons- uh, consulting vehicle that they want to use to move move money out of out of the club. They came to they bought into something that that was running itself and mm. it was running itself. Um, um, lucratively, if I can use that word, because of the fundamental football underpinning. Mm. And with this uh, 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 European Super League uh, thing that they tried out, right? Uh, it seemed like an experiment in testing whether the the link between the fundamental, which is the football on the pitch, and the money had broken. So, so these guys experimented and found out uh, that indeed that link is still there. Indeed results on the pitch matter right so if results on the pitch matter yep. and if we know that 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 the uh, management is not keen on or the ownership is not keen on micromanagement yeah. and somewhere in the senior management and the coaching something needs to change and I think that the, the most important thing that needs to change there is, is, is culture somebody needs to be putting pressure from from the, mm. uh, the top. Uh, what's the role that we've created for, for Edu now and, and and the manager director. Somebody needs to be putting pressure on the coach to know that look, if you're not giving us results, if you're not meeting targets, then you will have to go or you will have to do something. Hmm. 
That is missing. That is missing. You asked the question earlier about uh, uh, whether time should be given to uh, managers for having delivered um, results. Mm. Ideally, on paper, because the man won the FA Cup last season, yeah. you should allow him at least see a season out. You probably should give him another season to try and, and make something of, 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 of the club that he's got, which is quite likely what's going to happen. They will say, okay, you've had a bad We'll sit with you in the summer, see what you require, see what we can, we can get for you to, to move on and then carry on. But it's, it's a very tricky one because if, if the pressure points don't change, yeah. then um, uh, and, and it works beyond the money. Like again, the point we made, we've actually spent some money, not, not spent much money, of course, but we bought Pepe. We, we, we paid for Shaka. Um, we changed the wages for, for Aubameyang. I've not looked at looked at the wage structure for the rest of them, but I, I suspect that they are not being paid poorly, right? So, so there is that kind of it. But I also feel that if there is pressure, the kind of pressure that 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 um, make you sleep fewer hours at night, the scouting system will find the if they are pressed harder. You know, mm-hmm. there's, there's, there's a, a joke I could, I, I've been abusing myself just looking at certain players over the last decade or, or so and um, I, identifying the ones who turned grey not long after retirement and how quickly they turned grey even towards the end of their career and then I asked myself okay so how many of these Arsenal players um, turned grey why do I use that I, I started making observations from, from, from uh, political leaders in the West you see how young they look when they get into office yep. and you see how quickly they turn grey yep. because of the pressure oh, that they are under the pressure of the and job you know, if you've got football and you see some of them turn grey quickly and I'm asking myself you guys must be you must probably be under serious pressure and then I just joke and say right okay let me look at the Arsenal players over time and see how quickly these ones turn grey they are not under pressure mm. they are yeah. right um, and they aren't under pressure because the coach isn't putting them under pressure and the coach isn't under pressure because the board isn't putting, putting them under, under pressure so it's a cultural problem the, 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 the player that I really want us to sign is culture hmm um, rounding up, Rotimi, it's it's um it's been um it's not been a happy season at all for supporting this football club. But um if if um if Ateta comes and says, Listen, I believe I can do this if I'm giving this and this and this and that, you 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 you, you you're a manager of people, you've managed many in the past. And you still manage now. What? What? Just very briefly, if you can. What have you seen from uh, Mikel's work thus far? That would make you say, "Yeah, we'll give you another season." Yes. Th- thank you, uh, Mecca. But um, before before I answer that question, um, can I just uh, say something about um, what Ekpen and Kuli have said? I see that um, they are. True Arsenal fans, and their their ideological thinking has remained very true to what to what we've been like. Conke, if I was to advise him, needs to have a kind of paradigm shift from the way the club used to be run. Oh dear, because. <laughs> <laughs> the way the way things are going, if the club continues to slip down the rankings in the Premier League mm. and are no longer in Europe, the value of the club will go down, and that is not what a businessman wants. If he needs to borrow a lease from Roman Abramovich, who got um, Michael Emenalo, um, the Marina, uh, the Russia Lady Marina, who were his go-between with the club, who were his eyes and his ears, and who knew the business of football, and they made sure they were able to 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 run the club for him effectively. I mean, since he took over from Chelsea, Chelsea has not, in terms of value, it is not the same club that he, that he bought into that nah. it is in this 2021. Nah. The same with the same thing with Man City. The values of this club have gone up exponentially and that is because of the way they've been run to have success on the field which now in turn 
um, created more success revenue-wise and value-wise for the club. Now, to go back to your question about um, about um, Ateta, if Ateta was to say, a few things that Ateta has done this season that you just have to give him some credit for. He has shown that he is not a respecter of personalities. Okay. I don't know exactly what, what happened with Ozil, but he took control of the situation. Ozil is not playing, he's not playing, I'm running the show. Maybe, maybe that was out of his hand. He came late for a match recently and he was dropped. Captain or no captain, no player is bigger than the club. He has shown that he can make this hard decision. And he is not scared of employing inexperienced youth. You have to go back to what he has done with Bukayo Saka and Emil Smith Rowe. He brings them on and they actually have shown a lot of improvement. They are, they are actually carrying the team at this time. If, if Ateta was to go for, was good to continue going forward, he has to continue to do that magic of loaning players like Odegaard from the, um, who are fair to requirements at other big clubs and bring on games from the academy because we are in a, we are in a tight spot right now. Ruth mentioned it that not being in Europe is going to make it very difficult for us to attack players. So we're now going to have to rely on our scouting system for loan players, our our academy managers to bring forth to bring forward players that can eat the floor running and make an immediate impact. Ateta has done a bit well in this regard. So we need to see more of such from him going forward. If he is saying. All right. Thank you so very much. Um, I'm going to do a straw poll from the four of you. It's very, it's a very simple. Um, whose phone is that? I'm going to do a straw straw poll um, very quickly. Um, I'm going to ask you, Ateta in or out? Ateta in or out? You just give me one word, in or out, uh, for the summer. I'll start. I'll start with you, Ruthie. Um, in or out, Ateta? Out. Um, Ruth. Ateta, in or out? Out. Oh dear. Do I even need to ask Kule and um, Ekwen on this at all? Let's <laughs> go, man. Let's go. Let's go. It's got to go, Ekwen. Kule. Let's go. Out. 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 Wow. It's a full house. Ateta out. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, I thank you all so very much for coming on your Sports Memo podcast. It's been an absolute privilege to have you share your thoughts on Arsenal Football Club. Thank you so very much. Thank you for having me. Thanks. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. Thank you, guys. Bye. Wow. That is absolutely fantastic time I had with the Arsenal fans on this episode of your sports level podcast it was a full house all four of them do nothing Ateta should continue next season anyway if you've enjoyed this uh, please do feel free to share and you can feel free to send us an email to news at acrsports.com for any views, anything you want to say to us about this podcast. Once again, my name is Calvin Emeka Onwuka and it's been my privilege being your host on this episode of your Sports Memo podcast. Till I come your way again, peace out. <laughs>